And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. everyone it's another great maga morning it's hump day it's wednesday middle of the week already another great video by leah memes and lauren eve of the dilly meme team i believe uh, lauren eve uh, if i'm correct did all of the visuals and leah memes did the vocals they're always a great combo when they're collaborating and dilly meme team's always great at collaborating anyway hope you're all doing well hit the thumbs up Throw a comment under the video so it lives there forever. Good morning, all you listless vessels. Yes, Jonathan Allen, you get fucked as well. I know, how is it Wednesday already? It, it's cranking by. It's cranking by. 
But uh, do me a favor, and again, it's been working. And you, you were doing it last night, doing We The People Radio. Throw a comment where it lives forever uh, in the comment section. I know we live chat like crazy animals. But, uh, you know, before you leave or even before the show starts, I know a lot of you are tuning in early waiting for my ugly mug to show up on screen. Just throw a comment while you're hitting the thumbs up because it really is helping the Rumble algorithm. Uh, we had We The People Radio last night with James Curry. We had some fun. Thank you all that tuned in last night. We had a troll in the chat. We seem to get this troll in the evening that it's the same guy and he just keeps making Rumble accounts. I can't imagine the time you have to spend to have all of these emails. Because they had to have all of these Rumble accounts because we'll block them. And then he comes back seconds later. And the names are always something like always derogatory towards Trump or the family. And uh, and then he just copies and pastes. And we have actually had conversations with the guy through chat on the evening shows where we got some information out of him. You know, he's from Jersey. It just sounds like he's this miserable, overweight guy who just has nothing better to do and, and suffers from horrible Trump derangement syndrome who claims he's a... He claims he's a never-Trumper, Reagan Republican who loves Chris Christie. He loves the Twinkie King of New Jersey. I can't I can't uh, figure that out. But good morning, everyone in the chat. Laura Ann, AP Unfiltered, how you fell asleep. Good morning, Big Mac. <clears throat> Jonathan Allen, I saw you in the chat. I thought I saw Band Mom in there. Yep, Band Mom, Texas. I saw Buck Fiden, of course. Gulfstream and Rocket in the house. Look at you. You all have no lives in the morning. I love it. <laughs> yeah, this week's been tough on Laura Ann. She, she lost her phone and apparently got run over about a, you know, a million times, you know, so she can't. But you're in the chat, so that's good. Anyway, we got a lot going on. We got gutless Republican members of Congress that are holding out on this speaker vote and not reeling that, realizing that they are there to serve the will of the people to represent us and not themselves, but they're forgetting that, and they forget it all the time. And hence the title of the show, um, Make Bullying and Shaming Great Again. Now it's something, bullying has been a, a word that they've weaponized through social media platforms and has used it to censor many people. And I'm not talking about going out and assaulting people or, or things of that nature. But these, these, these representatives who we elect, who work for us, are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it shows they don't care about what we want and what we think. Yesterday, they had the House vote. And 20, first it was, we had six Republicans that were going to work with Democrats to possibly, uh, give up power to the House and help elect a Democrat House Speaker, Arkeem Jeffries, right? Which is a, a tremendous problem. So what happened? Grassroots energy happened. Grassroots pressure happened. Maybe some of you were involved in it. I know I was. I made tons of phone calls and emails to those members of Congress who were holding out and actually contemplating making a deal with a Democrat and bullied the shit out of their staff, assaulted their emails, assaulted their phone lines, and even some outlets did articles on it, how grassroots pressure did work, because that night and that morning, those members, most of them out of the six, started tweeting how they're now going to support and vote for Jim Jordan for House Speaker. 
But unfortunately, we have another 20. Now, they're just not getting it, and they're all garbage. And here they are. These are the selfish turncoats. 20 House Republicans who yesterday declined to vote to make Jim Jordan the next Speaker of the House. The Speaker where it, it's clear that the American people want. Go on any social media platform, speak to people. We're what? We're over two weeks without a House Speaker. There's a lot of things going on. And ultimately, we want the government open. Well, that's debatable because I'd really like to see a shutdown just to really shake things up, to be honest with you. But we need things to start happening because we're in, we're in really, really weird times. And we're going to get into that too. The whole Middle East shit and where we're going to be balls deep in this war very, very soon. Probably like by Friday, if not sooner, who knows? I mean, balls deep. But... We need to get a speaker elected. It needs to be Jim Jordan. Here you have, again, 20 members, and their phone numbers are right there on the screen, and I urge you to take a screenshot. I've called them all and left messages, filled up voicemails. Long Island, New York, where I'm from, four, four members of Congress and three of them that are on this list that voted for Lee Zeldin, and Lee Zeldin's not even a nominee, and they're doing it out of spite because they hate Jim Jordan, they hate America first, and they hate Donald Trump. And it's, it's, it's sad. The only Long Island congressman that supports Donald Trump publicly and has voted for Jim Jordan is George Santos. And the three congressmen from Long Island turned their back on George Santos when, you know, the, DO, the corrupt DOJ decided to indict George Santos over bullshit. And they all supported him in his election. They were all part of the same Republican conference, Nassau County GOP. And then when all this happened there demanding that he be expelled from Congress. How about you demand the scumbag, corrupt, commie members of Congress who want to allow Palestinian refugees to flood the country, who want to allow the uh, southern border to remain open, who want to take our weapons, who want to allow kids to mutilate themselves at the age of 13 and not tell their parents. But no. Some of these congressmen, including mine, Anthony D'Esposito, who I had high hopes for, who I supported in local elections, who became a real piece of shit. He goes and votes to continue funding drag shows for Department for the Department of Defense for military bases where children can attend. I urge you, and this is the this is where bullying and shaming must be made great again. And when I say that, I mean against our elected officials who fail at representing us, who fail at working for the will of the people, who only are there to self-serve, who are there to make friends, who are there to make connections, who are there to enrich themselves. It has to end now more than ever. This country will fail. Your family will suffer. If we allow these pieces of shit, and it doesn't have to be somebody in your district, don't have the attitude, well, my congressman voted for Jim Jordan, that's great, then help with pressuring and bullying and shaming a congressman, uh, rep people that have a congressman that didn't do that, that didn't vote that way. Because in the, in the, big, in the grand scheme of things, if we're not holding all of the Republican 
members of Congress accountable, whether they're your representative or not, then again, we will fail. What's the point? Get on the phone. Get in front of your computer and make an email and send it 100 times. Send it 500 times to the same email address and flood their emails. Make their phones melt. Fill up their voicemails. They all represent us, whether it's your congressman or woman or not. And we, we cannot allow them to do what they're doing. They are all garbage. And here are all their names. Bacon, Buck, Chavez, Diaz-Pizito, Diaz-Ballard, Elzy, Garbarino, Jimenez, Gonzalez, Granger, James, Kelly, Kigans, Lalota, Lamalfa, Lawler, Rutherford, Simpson, Sparts, Womack, all of them make bullying and shaming great again. You have a member of Congress that you, don't have, that you have a problem with who represents you and they're having an open house or, or a, a public town hall, whatever the hell it is, you go there and you call them out. Bring people. These people need to be primaried. They need to be held accountable. Chaos brings accountability. And chaos, I mean the pressure of the people. Enough, enough with the bullshit. How long do we have to take the, the, how long do we have to suffer as American people at the grocery store, at the gas pump, everywhere? Because these guys are out eating their steak dinners and, and going to black tie galas in stupid tuxedos with donors raking in the cash enriching themselves because 175000 a year really doesn't make it in America anymore. And that's what they make. They need to make more. It's all, it's all a scam. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. You need to make it so that they, their staff does not want to come to work because they're terrified of that phone on the desk. That they have to sit there for eight hours and Answer, phone call, among phone call, among phone call, among phone call. Email, email, email. Who's showing up at the office now? Why are there 20 people in the lobby of my office demanding the same thing? Because that's what we want. If you're not willing to do it, then you're not, you're not part of the fight. You're not part of the fight. You're a spectator and you're useless. You're fucking useless. Do something. Bully them and shame them. They work for us. It's re- I'm really pissed off. Today they're going to have another house vote. I don't know what time. <clears throat> How many of these 20 people have been pressured in the past, I don't know, 24 hours, 16 hours, enough to change some of these votes? Or are they just going to play games and work side deals in the hopes that they just can't get the votes. He needs 17 more votes, Jim Jordan. 17 more votes. Hakeem Jeffries needs seven of these people to say again, fuck Matt Gates, fuck Magger, and fuck Donald Trump, and fuck everyone that wears a Make America Great Again hat, and vote with Democrats to prove a point and give up power to give it to Hakeem Jeffries, who doesn't even run the Democrat Party. He's not even in charge. He's just a... a a front man, a mouthpiece, an errand boy, Obama 2.0. So 
what's going to happen? Well, I guess it depends on what we the people do. Because when I'm done with the show, I'm going to be getting on the phone and spending the next hour, two hours, pounding these phone numbers and asking staffers, do you know how they're going to vote? Are they going to vote for Jim Jordan? Are they going to work for the people? Why is the member of Congress that you work for such a commie piece of shit? What are we doing here? Don't threaten them. It's funny you say that, Rocket. These scumbags are beholden to their donors because, guess what? They're even betraying their donors. I speak to a lot of donors. I had some conversations yesterday. These motherfuckers are voting against the will of their donors. Like political suicide, some of them. I don't understand it. I would, I would often agree with you, beholden to their donors. But donors are getting pissed off because of what's happening. <laughs> and, you know, the whole House speakership and all of it, the committees and what, what you get and appointments, it's all about the money you raise as members of Congress. You know, typically they want a House speaker that can raise a lot of money, that can be a big fundraiser to support the Republican campaigns within the conference during election season. Kevin McCarthy was very successful with that because he has tremendous donors and he controls most of the big donors in D.C., all over California. Jim Jordan is not a tremendous fundraiser. But Jim Jordan, even though his record in Congress as far as legislation is not there, it doesn't mean he's not qualified to be House Speaker because there's that argument too. Jim Jordan's not my first choice, but he's the guy right now. He's the guy. He is the guy. Donald Trump endorsed him. They're very close, and Donald Trump is very influential over Jim Jordan. If Jim Jordan fails and doesn't, use that influence that Donald Trump is bestowing onto him, then we know where he really lies. And and make no mistake, if and when Jim Jordan does get elected as Speaker of the House, the pressure doesn't stop because now we have to keep an eye on Jim Jordan to make sure he's going to be doing what we want him to do as the leader of the Republican conference in the House. Because if he's not, we have to hold him accountable too. Flooding phone calls, emails, showing up. Good morning, Hogman. No rumble notification, huh? Well, you know at 8 o'clock, I'm going to be hitting the live button. Don't rely on the rumble people to notify you. Come on, man. <clears throat> yeah, AP Unfiltered, I think, is, uh, he's like a, a rumble spy. He's got, uh, he's got some, he speaks to the rumble team. You know, often the notifications, I don't get notifications either. Or like, why do, why, why when I... Someone posts a video today, I get an email about it two and three days later. Oh, look, so-and-so posted a new video. Yeah, that was three days ago they posted it. It's weird. Anyway, bully and shame. These people are not our friends. They work for us. They're the employees. We're the employers. These people need to be held accountable. They put, they put their pants on the same way you do. They're nothing special. Oh, because they're on TV all the time. Oh, because they, they stand behind podiums with Donald Trump. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. They work for us, and we have to hold them accountable.
And if that means bringing a lot of pressure, embarrassment, bullying, and shame and chaos, then that's what we have to do as the American people. That's what we have to do. Enough with the worshiping false prophets and false idols. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a piece of shit. They're all pieces of shit. Now, to me, I've wiped the slate clean, meaning like they're all pieces of shit to me now until proven otherwise. Literally members of Congress right now who I considered friends at one time who I wouldn't spit on or piss on if they were on fire. Seriously. I would not piss on Anthony D'Esposito if he was on fire. And I've supported him his entire time in local politics. Like, we, we know each other. We're in some of the same organizations together. Retired New York City police detective. Complete bag of shit. That's what he became. Oh, hog, you work. I know. You don't have to be a clock watcher. You should set a special alarm. And, like, you'll know when I go live. This way, like, it goes off on your phone, and you know, oh, I got to go watch that asshole of Helen again. <laughs> uh, spy. You're a spy, AP Unfiltered. No, in a good way, though. Rumble spy. Yeah, it's weird. The, the whole notification thing is stupid. Yeah, it's a, you either get it 30 minutes or days later or not at all. Anyway, I'm really hoping that some of you will just pick up these phone numbers and start making phone calls if you have a free moment. And monitor, because I'll tell you right now, if Jim Jordan doesn't get the votes today, and this list isn't at least shortened by half, we got a big problem because they're working on deals in the background for Kevin McCarthy to step back in. That's already known. This, this is a problem. And we all have to be part of the solution one way or another and to bully the shit out of these pieces of garbage to vote for Jim Jordan. Get on their Twitter pages, okay? They all have them and ratio the shit out of their comment, out of their posts. Every single per- post, the first five posts on their page, Everyone should be ratioing the shit out of them. You coward vote for Jim Jordan. You coward, you work for us. The will of the people matter, not your selfish needs. That's what has to happen. You go right on my Twitter. That's Listen, here. Just take a screenshot of the, of the screen with your phone. Just take a picture of it. You know, all the numbers are there. Go on my Twitter page. Scroll down, it's there. That's their DC numbers, which is the numbers you really should be calling because they're all in DC right now, and their local offices. Last night on We the People Radio, I read out my congressman, Anthony D'Esposito, one of the biggest pieces of shit on this list. I read out his cell phone number because I don't care. I, I can't post it on Twitter because they'd probably screw me for doxing. Call his cell phone, 516-695-3646. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Call his cell phone. That's his personal cell. And tell him, vote for Jim Jordan. You work for us. Vote for Jim Jordan. You work for us. It's time. That's it. Anyway, make bullying and shaming great again. It's the only way. Grassroots pressure has been working. It's, it's worked on quite a few members of Congress. 
It's chaos in D.C. D.C. is broken. We have members of Congress in the Republican conference that are giving up, announcing retirements because they just can't take it and they want to spend time with their family. I just saw this this morning. Wait, do I have it up here? I don't even know if I have it anymore. That doesn't even matter. What was it? Lesko? She's, uh, oh yeah, here it is. And to me, you know, you got someone who's not old, who, big Trump supporter, but coward. Washington, D.C. is broken. Arizona GOP Representative Debbie Lesko announces plans to retire amid speaker vote. I don't really know much about her. I just do know I've heard her name in Trump world, and she is a Trump supporter. But yesterday, she announced plans to retire amid the vote for a new House speaker. Third-term representative, so this will be, it'll be six years, right? Strong Trump supporter, said D.C. is broken as part of her reason for retiring. Decided not to run for re-election. She wants to spend more time with her husband, her 94-year-old mother, three children, and five grandchildren. Just spending an average three weeks out of every month away from my family and traveling back and forth to D.C. almost every weekend is difficult right now. Washington, D.C. is broken. It is hard to get anything done. So there you go, the voters who voted for this person for three terms. All right, I get it. Three weeks out of the year, out of the month. I mean, that's what you signed up for. It's nothing new. You're doing it six years. You're just going to give up. You're going to give up. I think it's a coward move. But that's just me. You know, maybe I'm a little selfish. I, I, I don't know. You, you're, you're here to serve us. <laughs> I hear them complaining about not getting time with family, etc. Maybe they shouldn't have ever been a leader responsible for 325 million people. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know. This, this, is, this is the job. You're there to represent your district. You're there to represent the American people. And to me, it seems like they have a lot of time off. They get a lot of breaks. Am, am I wrong? They were off the whole month of August, right? It's like, well, what do you want? You want to represent the American people in government and have bankers hours? That's it, not how this works. Anyway, between that... And the bullshit going on in the Middle East. And again, I'm not going to get into on this show who's bombing who, whose fault is it, who's killing innocent people. I don't care. I don't care. Horrible atrocities both sides. I don't give a shit. I care about what's happening here in America. And here's the problem. Our government doesn't care what's happening here in America because they're allowing it to happen. And we got a lot of military over in the Mediterranean, in the area of Israel, Gaza, in Israel. Joe Biden landed in Israel today. I'm going to get into this a little bit because it's wild. So this is a Washington Post article. Pentagon surging thousands of troops toward Israel amid Gaza war toward Israel. I mean, they're right there outside of the conflict, right there in the Mediterranean. We have two strike carrier groups. 
in the Mediterranean. We have one that's sitting there. We have one on the way. I believe this is the fifth fleet that's there, the third fleet somewhere out in the Pacific. We're, we're stretched very thin. China's eyeing Taiwan. We have two aircraft carriers being deployed to the eastern Mediterranean. And when you, you hear, well, we got 2,000 troops ready for deployment, which I think when they say ready for deployment, they're just telling us that, that they're already preparing for deployment because you have to figure all of the um, logistics that go with getting all of those people together where they have to be, plus supplies, food, weapons, ammo, and everything else. You know, the ammo that we're running very low on because our country's been stripped uh, sending shit to Ukraine which most of it probably hasn't even gotten to them, has been sold on the black market, plus the $80 billion worth of equipment we left in Afghanistan that has fell in the hands of the Taliban and then you know, sold to Hamas and other people. But deployments disclosed by the Pentagon in recent days will surge thousands of U.S. troops towards Israel, projecting expansive military strength in the region as American diplomats race to prevent the war in Gaza from erupting into a broader conflict. I think they're failing on that front. Okay. The moves include the deployment of two U.S. aircraft carriers and their associated escort ships, hauling some 15,000 personnel combined. Also, the repositioning of an amphibious task force made up of about 4,000 Marines and sailors and undisclosed increases to fighter squadrons already arrayed throughout the Middle East. Plus, another 2,000 support troops have been put on alert and told they should be ready to go within days. The move follows Hamas's stunning cross-border attack October 7th. Israel declared war on Gaza-based militant group in response and launched an expansive bombing campaign. Western officials are scrutinizing whether any of Israel's other adversaries, including Iran and the Iran-backed militant group Hezbollah, intended, intend to expand the conflict. Of course they do. Lebanon, Syria, Hezbollah in the north, all, all fronts. This is... And again... I don't care what's happening there amongst themselves. We are going to be balls deep involved in this. This is the next forever ending war. Okay, 15,000 troops, two aircraft carriers, 4,000 Marines and sailors for an amphibious task force, 2,000 support troops. That's big. And... What is it? it? It's just very odd, too, because you have this bombing of the hospital yesterday, and it's, oh, well, it's, you know, Hamas, there was a misfire and blew up their own hospital. Israel bombed it, 500 dead, blah, 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 so much shit. I don't know. I don't care. But it's just something else to spread war propaganda about through the mainstream media to garner support for either side. We see what's happening at our universities here in America. We see what's happening in, 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 in some streets and some cities in America. I mean, there was a riot that broke out, I think, yesterday in Dallas, a pro-Palestine 
uh, rally. You're going to see more of it. How many of these people are going to be willing to go the next step? How many of these people are going to be recruited or um, recruiting the people that have come over the, the southern border? Special interest aliens, terrorist cells. Joe Biden is in Israel, I believe, as we speak. He landed there already. And the the government of Jordan, I believe, was supposed to meet with him, but has canceled that meeting. So I don't know what Joe Biden's doing there, but here's the thing. Why did Joe Biden and the Biden administration announce... I mean, what's going on in the region there, especially you have Hezbollah in the north, they're firing rockets into Israel that can reach Tel Aviv, can reach the airport, reach civilian areas within the country. Yeah, what happened to Ukraine? Well, we'll get to that in a second. Why would they fly Joe Biden there on Air Force One and announce it to the world that Joe Biden is showing up to this war-torn region? And then the Jordan government's canceling their meeting with him. It's just very odd to me. We have like the largest, one of our, I think our largest aircraft carrier, plus another one, sitting out in the Mediterranean. Joe Biden's coming to Israel to what? To, to, to all of a sudden show some strength. There's no strength shown by the Biden administration. He's a joke. You know, today's an interesting day because. You know, it is let's get, we we can get a little can, we can put our tinfoil hats on for a second. Announce the announcement of Joe Biden going there. Why not just show up there unannounced? Why, for national security reasons, and I don't know the the, the safety of the commander in chief and the possible threat to the commander in chief of harm or worse in this nation of people attacking that don't care about military intimidation out in the Mediterranean. They see it more as, as uh, antagonizing. These people are willing to die for what they believe in. These, these terrorists are willing to die. But with, <laughs> you know, we often say, well, they have to find a way to get rid of Joe Biden. I mean, w- what happens then? It's complete chaos and turmoil. Let's just say Hamas, Hezbollah was able to get a shot off, take out the plane upon taking off. Obviously, they landed there, so they're okay. You know, uh, who who knows? You know, they they're they're running Netanyahu and uh, what was it? Blinken are running to bomb shelters. Chuck Schumer's running to bomb bomb shelters. I I don't understand why they would send him there. Like, is there a reason behind it? Maybe they want to take them out, and that would be the reason to propel us into this never-ending war. All-out assault with two strike carrier groups in the Mediterranean, amphibious task force, 2,000 troops that can easily be made 20. Let's activate the draft in America. Do me a favor, AP Unfiltered. Get rid of that guy. He was in the chat last night, too, with the same shit. Just get rid of him. TFN network. If you're a real person, go fuck yourself with your stupid bait clicks. <laughs> Hold on, they had me at porn. Wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe you can get a free uh a free porn hub uh, subscription out of it, Rocket. Get rid of that guy. 
I meant to do it last night and I, I didn't get a chance. But this is um I don't know. You let me know your thoughts in the comments. Let me let me know your thoughts in the chat. But this is uh we got a lot of personnel there. And we are stretched so thin. We have special forces over there in Israel waiting to see if they're gonna have to go into Gaza and 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 find hostages. We don't know. The whole Ukraine debacle now. Joe Biden literally is looking for a hundred a hundred billion dollars. Where are they gonna get this money? A hundred billion dollars in an aid package, a one and done for Ukraine and some for Israel. A hundred billion dollars. Part of that as a one as a one and done final payment to Ukraine. Zelensky got denied visitation to Israel. He figured he was gonna go over there for a vacation and strut his stuff a little bit to say, hey, you know, I have a war in my country too. I know what you're going through and I need money too. They said, no, don't come. No, don't come. So yeah, what's Ukraine? Nobody's talking about Ukraine. What about the money laundering that needs to be done there? Well, we have we have a new <clears throat> possible military operation happening over here in Israel. Possible. It, it's going to happen. That's my prediction. And we're not just going to all of a sudden, everything's going to de-escalate. These animals in Hamas are going to stop. Israel's not going to stop antagonizing. And we're here like, hey, well, we're in it to win it. And China's looking like, hey, now might be a good time to raid and invade Taiwan because you have the fifth fleet over in the Mediterranean. You have the sixth fleet with the third fleet, I think it might be, in the Pacific. They're stretched in. One can't back up the other. Let's so we don't have to worry about them. Let's just let's take Taiwan now. Let's just make it a full-scale world war. Everybody taking whatever the fuck they want. What are your thoughts on it? We have a, we have a commander in chief that said what a couple months ago. No, we don't have enough ammo to give to Ukraine. We have to replenish. Or our shelves are running low. It's like the rest of the world knows we have a weak, weak commander-in-chief and they're doing everything they can in unison to literally strip us and drain us of our supplies and weaken our military. You know, there, there was no coincidence, and we mentioned it last night, and James had mentioned it. There's no coincidence when Barack Obama was in office and Trump came in and Trump was like, Barack Obama completely stripped and weakened our military. We have no ammo. We have no supplies. Our equipment is outdated. And now I have to work to replenish this and build a strong military again, which he did just for Joe Biden to leave $80 billion of it in Afghanistan to the Taliban to put it back in the hands of the terrorists that the Obama, under the Obama administration, and even before that, developed these globalists developed these terrorist organizations funded by the United States government. And again, 2000 troops given the prepare to deploy orders to support Israel in this ridiculous war that's been going on since the beginning of time. Right. Taiwan is next, and we, we, we won't do shit about it either because we can't. I don't want us to do shit about it either. I am so done. I don't want to be 
the world police anymore. We have these open borders by design. They're now reporting on stories catching Iranians coming through the southern border who are on terrorist watch lists. And we're just going to sit back and watch the president of France kick out radical Muslims out of his country, that beta over there. We're not doing anything. We're not doing anything. The Biden impeachment's useless. We don't have a Speaker of the House. We don't have a Speaker of the House. Get on the phone and call those 20 phone numbers I had up on the screen earlier of the 20 Republicans holding out and bully them and shame them into voting for Jim Jordan. But you really think Joe Biden's going to get impeached and convicted in the Senate? It's a shit show. They should be going after Alejandro Mayorkas. They should be going after Merrick Garland. I say first target Alejandro Mayorkas and get him out. For everything he did, Alejandro Mayorkas, yes, under the direction of the Biden administration, but start out small and hold him accountable. He is complicit and responsible for every single terrorist cell allowed to come through the southern border unvetted, unchecked, and allowed to roam freely and settle in America. Alejandro Mayorkas committed treason. Alejandro Mayorkas put every American life in every American town, in every American city, in every American state at risk allowing the open border. Join the Discord, everybody. The numbers are in there. If you want to post the link, uh, AP Unfiltered, do it. Starwalker77, you called mine? You called yours, rather? You should call everybody's. I've been... I I not only called mine, because he's one of the holdouts, I've called all 20 of them. Numerous times. In the last three days, I've made over 300 phone calls. I have melted email servers by just hitting send, 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 send. I'm, now I'm probably up to 700 to 800 emails I've sent to all of their congressional email addresses because I want them to sit down at their computer and open up their email and have to scroll five pages through me to actually get to, to, to emails they're looking for. It's the only way to do it. Bully and shame, bully and shame. You call yours, you call mine, we call everybody's member of Congress because they all represent us in D.C. That is a fact. That's what has to be done. They're draining us of money, they're draining us of military, they're draining us of power, and at the same time, they're weakening our military with this woke bullshit. They're weakening our children with this woke bullshit. They don't want us educated. They don't want you thinking, oh, look, it's another reality TV show to keep everybody occupied. I don't don't watch TV. And and that's the thing. Everyone, listen, tell two people, make these phone calls. Tell another two people, make these phone calls. The grassroots pressure has worked. It has worked. And it worked just recently with the six that we're talking about working with Democrats to elect a Democrat as House Speaker. I can't say it enough. The grassroots pressure works if it's applied consistently. You know what? We all talk about retribution and the revenge tour 2024 with Donald Trump and what he wants to do to save America. It all starts with us, people. It all starts with us. 
The members of Congress are shit, and they should be treated as such. They are peasants, and they should be treated as such because they treat you as a peasant. Fuck them. It is time to turn the table. They are the ones that need to be shamed. They are the ones that need to be bullied. They are the ones that need to be pressured and told, hey, scumbag, you work for me. Fuck you. This is what I demand you to do. I'm not asking. I demand it. It needs to keep happening. Yeah, listen. Biden could be the 2024 nominee all he wants. Biden is not going to get impeached in the Senate. It'll never happen. Well, we just we just want some good political optics. It's useless. It's you it's all useless. And you can pressure members of Senate to convict Joe Biden, but that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen, especially now. Well, you know, it's wartime and either the Democratic Party is gonna take Joe Biden out, whether it's you know voluntarily or involuntarily whichever way you look at it and we'll probably have a new by next year we'll have a new democrat nominee so whether it be big mike or gavin newsom who knows who knows we we don't know but again joe biden's in israel why at this point and why announce so it's going to be quite interesting again the next by the end of this week we, we sh- i think we'll know more where we stand with our our involvement we supposedly have americans uh trapped uh, who knows held hostage who knows again mainstream media is very good at spreading war propaganda for both sides to divide Americans on both sides, to divide Republicans within the Republican Party. You know, uh, conservative commentator going after conservative commentator because of, a, of an opinion. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what team you want to be on. I care that you want to put America on the back burner and go support whether it's, you know, whichever one of these countries or groups. Oh, the atrocities. I don't care. <laughs> to see DC is so trash, it makes me want to vote giant meteor 2024. I had that sticker back in uh, 2020. I think it was like giant, giant meteor 2020. I'm so just so tired of everybody being just complacent and not paying attention and just realizing that if we're sending our military everywhere, who's protecting us here? We have how 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 much of our military has been depleted because of the COVID mandate? The recruitment numbers are dismal. Nobody's signing up to join the military anymore because somebody's talking them out of it, or they just don't want to do it because they see what's going on, or see how they're going to be treated, or see what they might have to be forced to do. It's, it's just not there. So what's going to happen when we get into a war and there's going to be a draft and people, you know, 
when was the last draft? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I'm hoping it doesn't get to that. And those people that are saying we should be fighting alongside of Israel with boots on the ground and our soldiers there, then I really fucking hope that if you're of military age, you're signing up or if your children are of military age, you're encouraging them to sign up. We have to go fight hand in hand with Israel. We have to go fight hand in hand with Ukraine. We have to go fight hand in hand with Taiwan. Well, I hope you're driving them all to their to the recruiter and signing them up. I'll tell you, the Biden administration plan is fuck America fast. It's not the Biden administration plan. It goes way beyond him. This is a plan that started with Obama. And they're trying to fast track it now because they really thought Hillary Clinton was going to be president. I think these wars probably should have or would have happened already. It's possible. They were, a wrench was thrown in their plan with Donald Trump. Hence the reason they're, they're desperately trying to do what they can to prevent him from being president. Again. And where are we going to get this $100 billion that Biden is asking for? Look at this. A dog kink mass colonel. Yeah, all the all the generals are running around in uh leather leather dog masks licking each other. Joe Biden is expected to ask Congress for a hundred billion dollar package that includes aid to Israel and Ukraine. Where are they getting this money from? Mathematically, it doesn't exist. Where are they getting it? Fire up the printers. The funding levels, which would cover an entire year and also include money for the border and disaster aid, have not yet been finalized and could change. The request is expected to be sent to Congress as soon as Friday after President Joe Biden returns from his trip to Israel, just so we can broker a deal. How much money does everybody need and how much am I getting back? Am I getting 10% of the $100 billion? Are we going to have a Speaker of the House by Friday? The Biden administration is expected to ask Congress for at least, oh, at least $100 billion in supplemental funding to address Israel, Ukraine, and domestic issues. I'm all about the domestic issues. Can we use $100 billion for our, our domestic issues? Can we put $50 billion at the border, please? Such as border funding and disaster aid. I don't know what the, the, the disaster aid in America, because he went to Israel and he hasn't been to East Palestine, Ohio. He's in Israel. He went to Maui to talk about how hot the ground was, and then he almost lost his Corvette and wife in a small fire that was under control in 20 minutes when people just completely lost their homes, and then gave everybody $700 per household. But he wants $100 billion for this bullshit. He's in Israel, and he did not go to East Palestine, Ohio, because it's a, it, it's Trump country there, and they don't care about him. They all hope that they grow a six tone, uh, toe and hand and eye and die. According to several people, this report about the $100 billion and what it's for, of course they wanted to be anonymous. The funding levels, which would cover an entire year, have not yet been finalized and could change according to the people involved. The request is expected to be sent to Congress Friday when he comes back from Israel. Now imagine if he went to East Palestine, Ohio, and then came back and said, hey, Congress, we, we need, we need a, uh, a disaster aid for East Palestine, Ohio. Everybody would be on board. Absolutely. What are we giving them? 
how about taking $10 billion and giving it to the people of Maui so they can either relocate or they can rebuild their homes? Yellen runs the printing machine. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's wild. We're always going to have to protect our own. Always. Which we'll get to that too because Kamala Harris is now. Well, innocent Israelis in the street were getting gunned down by goat fuckers because they had strict gun control laws there and they didn't have guns. Kamala Harris just the other day, maybe yesterday, the day before, bringing up that we need another, we need an assault ban, an assault weapon ban. What's an assault weapon? We need to ban AR-15s ASAP. That's what they're looking at. There is widespread support in Congress to quickly approve aid to Israel after the surprise attack earlier this month by the Palestinian militant group Hamas. We give them $3.6 billion a year on auto pay. They have the 18th strongest military in the world, I believe. Very sophisticated weapon systems. Very highly trained military. They have an air force. Why are we giving them the more money? And this is where the bullying and shaming come in again. Because when this comes out, you should be bullying and shaming your members of Congress and other members of Congress, again, on the phone and email and in person, telling them, we don't want to give our money to these countries anymore. We want to give money to East Palestine, Ohio. We want to give money to people in Maui, not $700 a fucking household. We don't want the government making people trapped, Americans trapped in Israel to sign a promissory note to pay back the loan for the transport funding to bring people back, not even to America, to get them out of Israel. Yes, the government wants to charge these people to come back home. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, scumbag, said Tuesday he wanted the Senate to move quickly, but the House is frozen as Republicans have been able, not able to elect a speaker. Further, some House Republicans have expressed skepticism over combining aid to Israel with aid to Ukraine. Agreed, they should not. They should be single, single bills, single issue bills, and any foreign aid should be voted down immediately. There should be no more foreign aid. No more foreign aid or we're going to fucking primary you, you piece of shit. Stop spending our money. Replenish our military. Replenish our supplies. Replenish America. Before we see $10 and $12 a gallon gas prices. And of course, Glitch McConnell on Tuesday backed the administration's position of tying the aid together, along with support for Taiwan. Huh. Support for Taiwan? Are we earmarking money for the inevitable? World War III. Weak in America on all fronts. We have enough terrorist cells here. Then we'll just start, you know, attacking American cities one by one with these terrorist cells and terrorizing America, self-lockdowns. Oh, we'll control them. Yep. Honestly, the draft is the one and probably the only thing that will wake the sleepers up because it is the only thing that could potentially direct impact them, their sons, their daughters. I agree. R. Carpy, 5562. I've never seen you in the chat before. Maybe I missed you, but if it is your first time, welcome. Glad to have you. 
We got a great little morning community here. Yeah, single line items. That's what we need. We need them to vote for. That's something. We, listen, you're going to hear this a lot from me. Yes, the U.S. Embassy was set on fire in Lebanon. They were attacking the U.S. Embassy in Israel, I believe. Um, a lot of reports of a lot of attacks on embassies and the burning of American flags and the flying of uh, Palestinian flags. But again, believe half of what you see, nothing of what you hear. The mainstream media and the war propaganda is going to be at an all-time high. They need to garner the support of the Americans for this war. That is the that is the priority. Because if we win Americans over for the war, then it's possible, you know, they have the attitude also, the Democrats, wartime presidents don't lose elections. Remember that. I've been saying this, and I didn't think it was going to be here in the Middle East. I thought it was going to be Ukraine and Russia on a very large scale, where the Democrats were going to launch us balls deep into a boots on the ground, fighting war, not just money, in the hopes of the desperation to retain power with the presidency because, you know, war, Joe Biden, wartime president, he wants to be a wartime president. Siege on the embassy in Beirut. Yep. Until the people see the blood on their front yard, they will keep watching their, putting their heads in the sand. Yep. Second time here. We're glad, glad you came back. Well, so while you're here, do me a favor and hit the thumbs up on the video. Please, it helps. Comment below also, not only in the chat, comment. Everybody comment. All right, what else? I had a couple other things to cover. But before that, we're going to take a second. And we're going to hear about, yes, I'm going to do it. The best cigar company in America. MyPatriotCigars.com. My company. When he salutes the flag... The flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot Cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America and God bless Patriot cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code MAGA. Promo code MAGA for 25% off free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. 
we have a lot of deployed service members right now. We're going to have a lot more deployed service members. And what we do on the website, if you haven't been there yet, mypatriotcigars.com, you can buy at a very discounted rate cigars for service members. And we make sure through another company, Stogies for Servicemen and others, that cigars are getting deployed, uh, sent to, to deployed service members all over the world and the country because that is one of the top items that they like. Cigars that they ask for, they request, they, you know, morale and camaraderie and all that sitting around was when they're not doing the bidding of uh, warmongers, they like to smoke cigars. So mypatriotcigars.com, use promo code MAGA, 25% off. You don't smoke cigars, you know somebody that does. Get them a gift card. There's cool merch on the site. Help build the brand. It's my company, self-sponsor, mypatriotcigars.com, promo code MAGA. You know, it's really cool. I just saw it during the playing of the commercial. I just happened to pop on Rumble and in the live podcasts. Um, I, and, and it's all because of you guys, the people that are viewing the thumbs up and the comments. But we're on the second page right here in the the, the second row there on the second page of recommended um, live shows in this time slot, which is pretty cool. And again, that's because of you guys tuning in and hitting the thumbs up and sharing it and spreading the uh, the show around. So I thank you very much for tuning in and supporting the show. Uh, we've been on the first page uh, quite a few times as well, but I just happened to, to check, and we, today we're on the right now the second page, which is pretty awesome. So thank you for that. All right, let's talk more about some commies. Uh, obviously, you know, we are going over an hour. I'm not even saying it anymore because pretty much every show is going to go over an hour because I like to ramble and rant, and uh, I just can't do it all in an hour. Oh, it's on the first page for you, AP Unfiltered? Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know it would change. All right, so we're on the first page now. Maybe I didn't refresh it. That's awesome. Eddie333 in the house. Good morning. I will get fucked. No, you won't get banned. I'm glad you said it. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Rocket, need that? What did you do? Hold on. I got to scroll up again. Need that 25% off <laughs> savings for one of these assault weapons. They sound amazing. I know I want assault weapons. Where do you where do you get these so-called assault weapons? Where do you buy them? I want like 10 of them. Oh, here we go. This is great. I, I love these people. 13 far-left congressional Democrats led by Black Lives Matter activist Cori Bush. God, she's such a vile animal put forth sick resolution demanding that Israel stop fighting back against Hamas. They just want Israel to just stand there and take it because they hate the Jews, they hate Israel, they love the Muslims, they love the terrorists, they love goat fucking porn, they love it all. Cori Bush, AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, uh, Ayanna Presley with her fucking cue ball, fucking eight ball head. Call me a racist, I don't give a shit. A baker's dozen radical leftists in Congress led by Representative Cory Bush, who wants to defund the police but spend tens of thousands of dollars on private security with people with guns for herself. You're such a cunt. Put forth a sick resolution Monday demanding Israel cease its military response against the Islamic terrorist organization Hamas. Why not just let them fight? What do you care? Let them fight. America first. Put a resolution together for the people in East Palestine, Ohio. Put a resolution together to secure our southern border with the, the terrorist cells that are allowed to come in. Oh, you want the terrorist cells here. That's right, you filthy twat. Bush, an activist for the Marxist Black Lives Matter group, 
uh, sponsored the resolution demanding Israel stop fighting back against the terrorists seeking to wipe it off the face of the earth. So just just hang out and let Hamas just come in and bomb you. Don't fight back. No, 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 you shouldn't fight back. You should not defend yourself, Israel. Cory Bush says so. The Jihad Squad says so. Oh, my God, Rocket, I am in. Investors to start Killdozer dealership, but we have to call them. We have to call them Magadozers. We can't call them Killdozers. They have to be Magadozers. Magadozers, and I'm in. We will crowdfund, and we will sell magadozers to everybody how long would that last until we get raided by the fbi and thrown in jail for constructing magadozers everybody needs a magadozer <sighs> bush's resolution has been co-sponsored by the following 12 piece of shit democrats there you go representative rashida Tlaib. let's indict the motherfucker ilhan omar Ayanna Presley, Jamal Bowman. Oh, 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 that's a fire alarm. I thought it was a doorknob. Shut the fuck up. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, Bonnie Watson Coleman, Nadia Velasquez, Andre Carson, Summer Lee. That sounds like a porn name. Summer Lee of Pennsylvania. I bet Summer Lee did porn. And Delia C. Ramirez. Oh, Jesus Chai Garcia. All right. Is that your stage name? And Jonathan Jackson. Oh, a true hall of shame. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so sick. The Jihad Squad. I can't. Come in and check out the newest Assault Dozer. Go to magadozer.com. You can build your own custom kill dozer. Do you want leather interior? Do you need heated seats? Do you need cushions on the turret for the 50 cal? <laughs> the two-page resolution calls for the immediate de-escalation and ceasefire in Israel and occupied Palestine. While refusing to condemn Hamas for their barbaric war crimes, it goes on to claim that hundreds of thousands of lives are at intimate risk if a ceasefire is not achieved and humanitarian aid is not delivered without delay. We'll pay for it. Don't worry. The resolution concludes by demanding the following actions. The Biden regime, regime to immediately call for and facilitate de-escalation and a ceasefire to urgently end the current violence. The Biden regime to promptly send and facilitate the entry of humanitarian assistance into Gaza. What about the humanitarian assistance into Israel? Bush explained her ill-founded reasoning behind this awful resolution in a press release on her website. I am grieving for every Palestinian, Israeli, and American life lost to this violence, and my heart breaks for all those who will be forever traumatized because of it. But you want to stop Israelis from defending themselves against goat fuckers with guns that are parachuting in on go-karts like it's fucking Mario Kart on Xbox. Give me a break. Just stop. Look at this savage beast. Look at it. All right. Smash or pass? <laughs> I'd like to smash it in the face with a golf club. Oh, that there's so much violence this morning. There's so much violence, bullying, and shaming, and I just don't care. I just don't care. I don't care. <sighs> I'm getting that domain right now, magadozer.com. Oh, my God, you should. You should. What did Laura ask? 
How the fuck did terrorists get elected into Congress, like straight off the boat terrorists? How about brother fucking terrorists that literally married their brother in order to get citizenship to run for Congress? Yes, we have terrorists in Congress. Imagine that. Imagine that. But, you know, especially um, Ilhan Omar, Minnesota, uh, and even in, in, right, in Michigan, Rashida Tlaib, I mean, you have places that, like, you go there and you don't even feel like you're in America. You feel like you're in a Muslim country. It's crazy, and, and it, it's wild. It's wild. It's really funny. Oh, my God. Fuck one, marry one, kill one. AOC, Cory Bush, and Ilhan Omar. That is horrible. Thank God we're not on YouTube. I support violence against terror cunts. <laughs> oh, my God. This is supposed to be a wholesome morning show. It's turned out to be complete chaos and savagery and debauchery is what it's become. And it's all because of you. It's not me. It's all you. It's all you people. You have done this to me. What are we going to do, people? What are we going to do? We got to keep pressuring. We got to keep bullying. We got to keep shaming. You know, we can sit here and talk about how, oh, it's so bad. And what are they going to do to rig this? And what are they going to do to do that? Or we're just going to start bullying and shaming to ridiculous levels. Bully and shaming. Just like this. Maybe everybody should just start calling Kamala Harris, the vice president's office, while we're at it. Let's start calling this cunt. Republicans pounce after Kamala Harris calls for assault weapons ban of weapons of war after unarmed Israelis massacred in Hamas with some strict gun laws. Imagine if there's Israeli families, the men in those families or women in those families had, had weapons. There's strict gun laws. That's pretty stupid. I don't know what the fuck Israeli government was thinking. You live next door to go fucking terrorists. Why would you take your guns away from your citizens? Why would you have strict gun con control? I mean, what is that about? That's something I never looked into, but what the fuck is that about? A little over a week after Hamas massacred over 1,400 unarmed Israeli civilians in the streets at bus stops, in cars, at red lights, and just, just crazy shit. Oh, also police and soldiers. Kamala Harris posted a call for an assault weapons ban, saying weapons of war have no place on the streets of a civil society. We need assault weapons ban. Congress, send it to Joe Biden's desk. Do it now. I'll wake him up and he'll sign it. What's an assault weapon? What's a weapon of war? When did you ever promote this show as nice? This is a nice, wholesome show. Come on now. <laughs> Basket of deplorables. This show nourishes my spiritual side. I just want to get everybody energized. I just want people... I just want to. I just want people to feel the MAGA energy and embolden them to bully and shame their members of Congress into doing what we want. Fuck them all. Everyone should be calling the vice president's office. Should call the vice president's office and say, "Hey, when the terrorists you allow in this country over the past three years knock down my door and want to murder my family." Before they rape my daughter and wife and son, I mean, they go fuckers. 
and and I and and I don't have a gun to kill them with. I mean, what do you want me to do? You 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 took my you, you took my weapons. You canceled the Second Amendment. What's wrong with you? Do you want to be responsible for the massacre of Americans by the terrorist cells and criminals, unvetted criminals that you allowed to flow into this country, you piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> when this comes a lot, Harris ever complete a mission? I don't know. You should ask Joe Brown, right? His name is Joe Brown because I'd imagine she completed a f- quite a few missions on him. Kamala Harris has been able to complete many missions in order to get where she is. They're called on the knees missions. Operation Knee Pad. There's another one. Marjorie Taylor meet knee pads. Kamala Harris. They they all run the same operations together. I only own high-end hole punchers. Same here. I love high-end hole punchers. <laughs> pointy sticks are still weapons. When did it say pointy sticks are still weapons in some places? Just saying. I got a lot of pointy sticks, too. Here. Weapons of war have no place on the streets of a civil society. A tweet by Kamala Harris. And then here is here. After the world, uh, Representative Andrew Clyde. After the world watched Hamas slaughter innocent unarmed Israelis and Americans, the Biden administration is still pushing its radical anti-Second Amendment agenda. Unconscionable. Can you imagine? Sorry. You got to give us our guns. We're not going to secure the border. And we don't care if they kick in your door. You have weapons of war. Yeah, We need leaders. Vice President Kamala Harris. We need leaders with the courage to act. Congress must pass the assault weapons ban. Let's hear. Oh, we, we got to hear this cunt's voice. Hold on. No rocket science in terms of what we need to do. Okay. Close the border. But you have a bunch of feckless people who lack courage, who are in the United States Congress, who are pushing a false choice, which suggests you're either in favor of the Second Amendment or you want to take everyone's guns away. No, it's not. I'm in favor of the Second Amendment, but we need an assault weapons ban. We need universal background checks. We need red flag laws. <laughs> I can't imagine what the people look like that are cheering this bitch on. Thinking about adopting an alligator. You should get laser beams for their head, lasers for the alligators' heads. I want to build a moat around my house, and I want to put alligators with laser beams and a minefield. We can send over goat route robots with explosives. I said, did I say that yesterday or Friday? I don't remember. I said we should ha- have a C-130 and just drop parachute-in goats with lipstick on all over Gaza, all over the Middle East where all these Muslim terrorists are. And just have them, you know, uh, with explo- explosives inside. So the moment the goat with lipstick gets penetrated, it just it blows up. Kamala Harris made your ears bleed, Laura Ann. I know. She could really screw a lot of things up. Your hearing, a hard on, you name it. So yeah, I'm going to take away your guns. I'm going to take away your guns. After what we just saw unfold in a country that has strict gun laws. Yeah. After we have this open border for three years. Yeah, it makes sense. After all the guns and drugs that are flowing into this country. 
over the past three years that are going to be in the hands of illegals and terrorists and just criminals in general in the United States. Crime spiking in not only inner cities, but now you see it in some rural areas and suburbs where people are afraid to go to their local grocery store in a, in a, a suburb at night because they have crime spikes. Moats and goats. Oh my fucking God. That is a t-shirt right there too. But like, we're going to be launching a merch store at some point in the future. Myself and James from We The People Radio. We're going to have all kinds of cool stuff. I want to resurrect the We The People Radio merch and then add to it. Moats and goats. Jesus Christ, boneheaded. That I just, the, 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 the ideas that are flowing through my brain right now um, is unbelievable. I could see the shirt now. Uh, anyway, Donald Trump was back in court. I had a few more things to get through. Probably another, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. If you want to stick around, stick around. Again, hit the thumbs up. Comment below. Whatever it is, tell me a joke. Tell me I suck. Tell me I'm great. Something in the video. Just throw a comment where it lives forever because the live chat does not live forever. Um, and again, yesterday, I want to thank, was it, uh, it was Prophet, I believe, that, uh, that dropped 100 bucks in the Rumble Ramps chat for the January 6th kids for the gift cards. I appreciate it. Again, any of the money that's dropped in the Rumble Rants are going towards the January 6th uh, gift card drive for the uh, to give them a good Christmas. We'll be doing Amazon gift cards in $25 denominations. And I'm, we're, we're well, I think we're well over $2,000 the last I looked. Uh, and we'll be doing that, running that uh, through uh, Thanksgiving and then making sure that uh, they get over to the Patriot Freedom Project. Once I get them all and they're all activated, I'll take pictures of them and stuff. So Donald Trump was back in court in this ridiculous civil trial in New York City with this animal, Letitia James, who ran on going after Donald Trump. And after the gag order that was uh, bestowed on him at um, the uh, D.C. trial, Jack Smith and the Obama-loving judge. But Donald Trump, you know, he was, he's pissed. And he has every right to be pissed. Because they're going to stop at nothing to make sure this guy does not get in the White House. They're going to stop at nothing. Ten comments in the comment section so far. Let's get 20. Let's get 30. Let's do it. Don't be a fed. Comment and hit the thumbs up. Share this with your Patriot gang. We got to get some people where this doesn't interrupt their the other shows being watched to, to get in here. This is a disgraceful situation. They are the fraudulent people. Donald Trump speaks to reporters as the junk trial resumes in New York City. To just listen, they want to li- they want to liquidate everything this guy owns. They want to put a judgment on him. There is no victim in, in in these in this civil case. There's no victim. Insurers, financial institutions, none of them have been defrauded. All the loans have been paid back with interest. Okay. He's back in New York City yesterday to attend the trial by Never Trumper Letitia James, who again ran on and fundraised on getting Donald Trump. And this is the judge, Engeron, who says Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million. And here, Trump stepped out and spoke to reporters. Yes, I will. My first response to Jackson is 
So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. We're at a trial today that should not be taking place. As you know, the head of Deutsche Bank recently testified, just testified, and he said that Trump did nothing wrong. We made a loan. We were very happy with the loan. We got paid back. There were no defaults. It was a very good transaction, and he would do it again. He was a very powerful witness. And we have other executives coming in from banks that will say the same thing. This is a disgraceful situation. This is an attorney general, Leticia, that <laughs> went out and uh, campaigned on, I will get Trump. I will get Trump no matter what. I'll get Trump. I promise I'll get him. We have two tapes with her now that have come out since the trial because people took tapes of her because they couldn't believe her ranting and raving like a lunatic. But this is the Attorney General of New York State, Patricia James, and she shouldn't be allowed to be Attorney General. She's defrauded the public with this trial. She said that Mar-a-Lago, she convinced the judge that Mar-a-Lago was worth in Palm Florida, the most expensive land in the world, I guess, that, and the most expensive houses definitely in the world, and Mar-a-Lago, the biggest house, the most spectacular place in all of Florida, was worth $18 million, when it's worth approximately, could be close to 100 times that amount. And based on that testimony, and based on her convincing the judge that Mar-a-Lago was worth $18 million, instead of a billion to a billion five, which would sell very easily, which we've already proven, but we'll have people come up and say that and prove it, the most important people, the brokers that make the sales, but based on that, he ruled against me. He ruled fraud. I mean, he said fraud. They are the fraudulent people. Because they ruled the house that was worth 18, they put down as worth 18 million, and it's worth maybe close to 100 times that amount. And based on that, they ruled against me having to do with fraud, which is a big statement. But they are the frauds. Because the house is worth a billion, a billion and a half, 750 million, which is worth a fortune. It's the most expensive house probably in the world, and they said it was worth $18 million. And they don't do anything about it. But based on that, and also Doral, they have Doral at a very low number, and it's worth many times the number that they put. So they chose to do this. So I just want to say the head of Deutsche Bank came in. He said we were great. The loan was great. Everything was fine. Uh, and it was perfect. And this was their witness. It wasn't even my witness. And we have other bankers coming in saying So remember now, this is the trial. So there you go, Buck Fight. And I'll, I'll leave that up for a couple of seconds so you can look at uh, Alina Haber a little more. <laughs> she... It's actually really cool. Uh, I got to hang out with her um, uh, for and her, and her husband actually at uh, at Bedminster when uh, I was there with uh, with forty five uh, watching the Live Golf Tournament, and uh, she's very intense as far as the the, the mission, and uh, she's her head's in it. She's good at what she does. You could tell she's very knowledgeable, and uh, yeah. She's a she's a great lawyer, and it's funny. I know I told the story before. Um, it's it's quick though for those that didn't hear it. But before I met her, I was at Bedminster for an event, and she was I'm 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 at the gate showing my ID to Secret Service, and I look behind me, and there's a, a Mercedes, a black matte finish, all blacked out Mercedes G wagon, and I see, and there's a woman in there, and 
She's got her cell phone up and taking the back of a uh, picture of the back of my car. And I go to the guy and I go, is that, no, I, I, someone riding with me. I actually, it was, uh, I think it was J.R. Majewski from Ohio who's running for Congress in the ninth district. It was J.R. Majewski. I said, is that, I'm looking at it and I go, that person taking a picture of my truck and he looked. So on the back of my truck, on the back of my, my pickup, on the tailgate, I have my website, mypatriotcigars.com. It's really nice on the tailgate. And I look and I see and I go, that's Alina Haba in the car. And he goes, really? And he turned around and he goes, oh, holy shit, it is. I asked the guy at the gate, he goes, that Alina Haba behind me? He goes, yeah. I said, all right. And he laughed because there was another guy there and she was talking and pointing to my truck. So whatever, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't even see her at the, we were at the same event. It was the screening for uh, Sounds of Freedom. And I didn't even get to see her. There were so many people there. And I hadn't met her yet. And then when I was at Bedminster in Trump's uh, private suite there for the golf tournament, she walks in and I said, listen, I got to ask you a question. I said, I was at Bedminster not too long ago and I was at the gate and her eyes started to light up when I said, and I said, I swear you were behind me and you were taking pictures of my truck. And she goes, are you the cigar guy? And I go, yeah, that's me. And she goes, wow, you caught me. I thought I was inconspicuous. I go, no, it was pretty obvious you were taking a picture of my truck. And then I realized, oh, that looks like Alina Haba, Donald Trump's attorney, because her husband's a big cigar guy. And she says, yeah, I sent it to uh, my husband and this guy, and she hits, or standing next to her, who was hunched down talking to somebody at the table, was Eric Trump. And Eric Trump pulled out his cell phone and scrolled and said, is this is this your is this your truck? And Eric Trump had a picture of the back of my pickup truck at the Bedminster Gate on his phone. It was pretty funny. Alina Hobbs is all right. That the whole team over there is uh is pretty awesome. We just got to get this guy elected. We got to get this guy through these ridiculous trials, a civil trial. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. The guy from Deutsche Bank literally says the the, the loan was paid with interest. There was nothing. There was no problem. There was no no problem at all with the loan. Yeah, she's got a G wagon. It's funny. Uh, I love it. It's so crazy how many times they try to get the great white hope. Jesse Lee Peterson. Beta. I love that guy. He calls Donald Trump the great white hope. If you don't know who Jesse Lee Peterson is, you got to go check him out. He black. And he calls Donald Trump the great white hope. It's hilarious. Anyway. Donald Trump got the gag order from the D.C. judge. But the good news is that his team did file an appeal. Whether it goes anywhere, we don't know because it is an unconstitutional gag order. Trump lawyers filed notice of appeal of Judge Chutkins, or as they call him on Steak for Breakfast, Judge Chungus, which, by the way, Steak for Breakfast, I was on there yesterday. Uh, Find Steak for Breakfast on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, everywhere. They're audio only. I did the... uh, Pretty much the entire show with Roan yesterday. We were on there uh, with uh, Christina Bob, Trump's other attorney, Liz Harrington, uh, Trump's spokesperson, uh, Representative Mike Collins. We did the news. It was a great show. So go check it out. Steak for Breakfast podcast. If you're not following them, I was on the show yesterday guest hosting, and it was great. So we got the appeal. They, for the unconstitutional gag order, President Trump's lawyers on Tuesday filed a notice of appeal of Judge Tanya Chungus's, I'm going to call that too, Tanya Chungus's unconstitutional gag order. Judge Tanya Chungus on Tuesday released the gag order on Trump, and it was worse than we thought. It's all nonsense. Uh, 
it bars him from speaking and he can't criticize Jack Smith. So again, if he can't do it, guess who's got to do it? We got to do it. We, the people have to do it. We have to be, MAGA has to be the mouthpiece of Donald Trump. And we have to talk shit about all these people. Jack Smith, the commie piece of garbage that he is. Judge Tanya Chungus, the commie piece of garbage that she is, targeting all the J6 defendants and now Donald Trump. Completely hates Donald Trump. She shouldn't even be the judge on the case because of all the things that she said about Donald Trump during all the January 6 cases and the defendants that she sentenced and gave more time than the prosecution was even asking for. So the uh, appeal is all interested parties in this matter, including the parties and their counsel, are prohibited from making any public statements or directing others to make any public statements that target the special counsel prosecuting this case or its staff. So, again, that's all bullshit. It's unconstitutional. should be allowed to say whatever the hell you want. And now they have the appeal right here. Defendant President Donald J. Trump hereby provides notice that he appeals to the U.S. Court of Appeals of the District of Columbia Circuit from the opinion and order of the district court dated on the 17th of October. The D.C. Circuit must vacate Biden's special counsel, Jack Smith's and D.C. Obama judge, Tanya Chungus's egregiously unconstitutional gag order on a criminal defendant. A criminal defendant, more than anyone, must have the right to criticize the prosecutor, judge, and process. Shameful. This came from Mike Davis. I don't know who Mike Davis is. It really doesn't matter. But that, all right, it's good that they're appealing. Good. And then here's another cool story. Well, kind of in favor of Trump. Judge Aileen Cannon smacks down Jack Smith in Trump classified documents case in Florida. Again, Jack Smith wanted to keep investigating in DC. She told him, no, the case is here in Florida. What are you doing? And now Judge Aileen Cannon, who was a Cannon, Cannon, however you want to pronounce it, was appointed by Donald Trump. Once again, shut down special counsel Jack Smith in the classified doc case against Trump. Judge Cannon on Tuesday denied Jack Smith's request to create a secure facility in D.C., which would have forced Trump defendants and lawyers to travel to D.C. to view the classified documents. So what they wanted him to do was it's all about scheduling and fucking the lawyers up and fucking Donald Trump up between all the cases. They wanted to have the skiff where you look at documents in D.C., have all the documents in the Florida case sent to D.C. So during the case in Florida, they'd have to fly to D.C. to view the documents and then fly back. Jack Smith claimed the owners of few of the classified documents wanted them back in D.C., and Judge Cannon shut Jack Smith down. So Jack Smith wanted to create the secure facility, just all out of inconvenience. And the judge is like, no, Jack Smith, fuck you. We know how you operate. So you realize a lot of judges and a lot of people in the justice system know how Jack Smith operates, especially the Supreme Court, who's overturned his decisions in the past. One, at least one unanimously, like this guy's a piece of shit. So that's good on, on, on the Trump front. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm actually going to do this one tomorrow because I'm, I'm, I'm running We'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll do this one tomorrow. I have stuff for tomorrow. I'm going to close out again with another video and uh, we've seen it before, but it's important for those that have it. Magical Trevor from the Dilly meme team, which is uh, another great memer, put this great video together.
Remember the man who shaped the skyline of America, who embodied the American dream and showed the nation its potential? Remember the man who left a good life to ignite a movement, who molded America, empowered the people, and redefined our history? Remember the man who battled the hoaxes, fought the witch hunts, and defeated impeachments? Remember the man who rebuilt our economy, protected the worker, and uplifted the family? Remember the man who made good on a promise, who moved our embassy and gave the Middle East peace? After decades of division and conflict, we marked the dawn of the new Middle East. Remember the man who built the wall, who protected our nation, and secured our borders? Remember the man who put America first, the unrivaled dealmaker who dominated the world stage? Remember the man who rebuilt our military into the greatest fighting force known to mankind? America will always prevail. Remember his America? Remember American greatness, American dominance, American preeminence, America first? Remember the pride, the patriotism, the confidence in a leader who put this nation above all? Remember how the deep state couldn't stop him, the elites couldn't bite him, and permanent Washington could not control him? Remember the winning, remember the victories, remember the reverence, remember the pride, remember the movement, remember the beginning, remember the vision. Remember the legacy? Remember what was? Remember great again? Remember that nation? Remember that man? Well, he's back. There's unfinished business. And remember the promise. The best is yet to come. Let's do it, people. Let's do it. Let the MAGA energy flow. That's what needs to happen. Dilly Meme Team does it again. That was magical, Trevor. Let the MAGA energy flow. What are you going to do in the mission to get Donald Trump back in the White House? What are we all going to do? I will say, just remember, make bullying and shaming great again. And make sure you... you uh, you bully and shame these 
pieces of garbage in Congress. They were all fraudulent. They were all self-serving. Let's force them into serving us. That's what they're there for. Listen, everybody, it was great. I will be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. It was a great show having all of you here in the chat, commenting, hit the thumbs up, leave a comment. Everybody, even if you have to just put an American flag emoji in the comments, it helps so much. I see it in real time at helping just pr promote and project the show into Rumble World. And that's what we need to do. We need to build this community and get more people. Have a great day. MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow.